Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. DNVR Broncos live coming to you from Studio A here at the DNVR bar where the A stands for, all right. Okay. All right, they got okay. theirs. Okay, got okay, there. there we go. They got there. They got their win. You know, good for them. Uh, obviously, we're still in AVS mode. Yep. We will be, hopefully, for only a couple more days. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, at least the rest of this week. And the great thing about only one day off, Ryan, is we can already see the next game tomorrow night. That is true, and um, a nice little bonus for me. You know that I like playing golf before the game oh, because yeah. it helps me not think about the game all day long yeah normally i wouldn't be able to do that on a weekday but our friends over at hope kids which is an amazing charity um that just does such such great things for families with children with life-threatening illnesses or Mm. diseases and they are having their charity golf tournament tomorrow and they invited us to come out there um so What's better than playing golf and supporting a great cause? I actually think, guys, they have one or two more tee times left if you want to mm. sneak in at the very last second. Fossil Trace, Ooh. which is a 10 out of 10 track, I think. Um, so that's what I'm doing tomorrow with the crew um, before the game. So pretty great to be able to support a great cause, uh, play a little golf. Again, check them out. Um, you can go, I think it's hopekids.org if you want to sign up. Um, getting on it last second. I, I know they still have one or two tee times left. So that's what I'm doing tomorrow. What a Wednesday. And then, just so you guys know, from a programming note standpoint, we will be doing a later podcast, Henry and I, uh, right from here, right after we get done playing, 4 o'clock, um, from the bar. You'll be able to hear the buzz downstairs oh, yeah. by the time we start. Um, so it should be fun. Just wanted to let you guys know on that little programming note. Four o'clock show tomorrow. I'll be ready for that. Uh, I love it. I love it. And then Friday, Ryan, we get another Avs game. Game five is guaranteed back in Denver. It's going to be a blast. Ooh, man. Game five, Friday night. DNVR bar. Who knows? We could be uh, talking about an extra big game, too. Could be. Could be. Um, all right. So let's jump in here. Because we are talking a little bit of Avs slash Broncos today, and I, I like the topic um, because I feel very strongly about my answer. Ooh. And the question is, Ooh. is Denver a Broncos town, as many people say, or is it a sports town? Mm. And I guess to preface this, I want to run a question by you that Allie ran by me, <laughs> that someone ran by her yesterday <laughs> at the bar. So it's a good question. Yeah, this thing is getting passed down the chain. 
And I'm at the end of the totem pole? Does that mean like you I'm the big fish? Or that I'm the tiny little fish that's being eaten by like five different other fish? I'm thinking like there's a little fish on the line. Okay. Bigger fish ate that. Okay. Getting real then bigger fish okay. ate that. Okay, now so I'm a big fish. Yep. I'm maybe, about to eat you. Maybe you can pass it on to a shark. Ah, okay. So here's the question. Do you remember this much hype, excitement, buzz in Denver during the 2015 Super Bowl run? Mm. And, the, and the person who asked this question was talking about like McGregor Square, the Tivoli, like just droves of people out there. And I, and I have an answer and a counter. I'm, I, I don't remember watch parties to that extent. So no... But a buzz, what, what's such diff- a weird season? What's difficult? Yes, it was a very weird season because there were so many lows. People counted them out, and then of course the Broncos go on a crazy playoff run. Uh, but also, I can't answer it without answering the question, Ryan. This town wants to talk Broncos, whether the Broncos are good or not. Then they have opportunities to jump on other teams, and so we have seen the buzz completely change with this apps team because. Some buzz, and then the whole town's now just talking about it. I was outside yesterday. I saw so many different Avs hats, Avs shirts. It oh. was so cool. So I think the town has has not completely flipped because obviously people like the Avs all the time, but fully bought into them. I think the town is typically closer to buying in on the Broncos. Yeah, and so my answer to Allie's question, which was a question from someone else, <laughs> the same question that I asked to you, was no. There simply wasn't. But it's in the middle of February, and so you're not going to get people in a rush to go gather at a park to watch the game. That's right. one thing. The other thing is the season was not fun. Yep. Even to this day, I don't look back on the season fondly. No, I, I mean, 20, 2013 was more fun. 2011 with Tim Tebow was more fun, Ryan. You could make that argument. <laughs> um, and so that, that that's kind of what I said is, the app, supporting the abs right now is like the most fun thing you could possibly do. It's so rewarding. Whereas supporting the Broncos was like, all right, let me just latch in here and try to make it to the end of this game, hold yeah. on to the edge of my seat and hope <laughs> yeah. the defense makes a play. So it was yeah. a weird season in that regard. What I will say is 2013, that buzz exceeded this buzz. Right. Um, that was every person everywhere. You know, I was in, in college and it's like, all of a sudden, the campus went from black and gold to blue and orange. Mm. Um, everyone was wearing Broncos gear. Everyone had the like Omaha shirt yeah. uh, that Nike put out with Peyton. So that one was insane. That that's the at least second to, mm, right there with Rocktober. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why Rocktober was so different is because it was just so unexpected right. that it just caught everyone's attention. The Rockies couldn't lose, and again, rewarding. Yep. If you hopped on that bandwagon, you were so instantly gratified yep. because they just won every game. And every single night. Every night, every game. Um, and that was one thing Allie brought up was there's so much more opportunity to hop on this Avs thing. Whereas the Broncos, you know, you get four playoff games. Right. Um, so, you know, slowly but surely people are, are catching on. But the Avs, you know, have now played... 17 playoff games right and there's just so many opportunities to to you know for the bandwagon to stop allow people to get on and then take off again 
Um, so it's different. But to answer the overarching question, I said I feel really passionate about this. This is a sports town. Now, every sports town is going to have its dominant presence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. don't be fooled by a radio station only ever talking about the Broncos into making you think that this isn't a sports town. Radio stations are are um, chained to ratings. So they have every decision they make has to be a ratings-based decision, and of course the Broncos have the biggest fan base. In fact, the Broncos fan base spans over state lines in every which way. Um, so I think that because of that, because of ratings-driven decisions, going for the lowest common denominator, which is the Broncos, things have been construed in a way that I just don't feel like correctly represent the city. It is the Broncos are the biggest ticket they're the biggest show in town but this town adores all the sports and the abs fan base specifically is always there you know people will will talk about oh yeah any team any city can can rally around um a team when they're good of course that's what happens in every city with every team the abs are their fans are ironclad the, they are the, always there the avs have an incredible diehard fan base that can support a stadium and, and and it's big enough and it's always there and now you're seeing how how the the city the whole city is rallying around and becoming some of them are becoming bandwagon fans and in my opinion that's completely fine but you're right ryan the base of the avs fans that's always there is is really good yeah absolutely they're always there and then What's cool is so many young people are moving to Denver. Uh, like, it's kind of crazy. I don't know if this is happening in all big cities. I don't but think so. Every, like, anywhere and everywhere you go, the average age of a place you are in Denver is like sub 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy. Not to with me. us in there anymore. We're yeah. bringing that age up. <laughs> we're, we're above the average <laughs> at this point. Um, but th- those people have really rallied around the Nuggets. And the Avalanche, because since they've been here, those have been the two teams in town. So I've seen the Nuggets fan base grow a bunch. And then the Rockies, there's always, in the same way that there has to be the best team, there has to be the worst team. The Rockies are obviously the worst. But Denver has very, very deep baseball roots. And if the Rockies were to give this town anything, and I truly mean anything to grasp onto, people will and have grasped onto the Rockies and supported them. The problem with the Rockies is not the city. The problem with the Rockies is the ownership, and not like there, there's only you can only be so bad for so long before apathy sets in, and that is a hundred percent what has happened with the Rockies. That doesn't have any effect on my answer to this question. Are you saying Rockies worst team or, or worst smallest fan base? Like um, worst team in terms of the product they put out on the field? They're just the least supported. I think. If the Rockies had a good, consistent product For that sure. people believed in, and what you in the believe in is the ownership, I think we could see the Rockies be the second most supported team in this city. And that's because I completely agree. And that's to me because of Denver. Before the Broncos, Denver was a baseball town. Yep, I, I completely agree. And not because of the Rockies, right? Because of the Bears and other teams that preceded them. Um, and so I agree with you on that. And that's one of the biggest problems is if they were just to put out a consistently average product. Right, right. Um, like 
by an owner that's spending money and caring about the team, even if it's a little up and down. If the if the Rockies had the same history as the Nuggets, they would be they would have a a right. great deep well supporting fan base um and that just means like you know the nuggets how many times have the nuggets made the playoffs in our lifetime a ridiculous dozen, amount over a dozen yep um the rockies have made the playoffs in my lifetime i believe five times yep five and a couple of those when we were 10 or younger yeah well 96 yeah um i think or 97 uh was one yeah then i don't think they made it again Actually, I know they didn't make it again until 07. Yep. Um, and then 09. 10. Did it, was it? I think it was back-to-back. Back. And then they did it back-to-back back again. Then maybe they didn't. I just know they've done it back-to-back back at least once. Yeah, I think that was recently um, with the game right. against the Diamondbacks yep, 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 yep. where they lost. 163. Then, yep. Or not 163. But, but yeah, the wild out. card. Yep. They lost to the Diamondbacks, and then the next season they made it back and they beat the Cubs. Yep. Yep, you're right. So the fact that we that can even go through that, too. yeah, yeah, it was Kyle Freeland, <laughs> yeah. epic. Um, that's a problem. It's a big problem. Yep. I mean, so I, what did we come to? Was it five or six? I think five. Okay, so five times is so brutal, and the Avs and Broncos have combined for that many championships yeah. <laughs> exactly. in our lifetime. Yep. Uh, so to me. This is a true blue sports town um, that will always be there for their teams. Um, and the Broncos are just the main ticket. And so the way I would answer this question is pretty much what you're saying, just with a different name to it. This is a sports town that's led by the Broncos. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's any debate about that. But, Ryan, I think an important thing to do is what you did. Point to when the other teams are good and how their teams support them. You know how difficult it was to get a ticket to the 07 Rockies in Rocktober? It was insane. I remember my brother wanted to go. So my myself, my brother, his wife, both my parents had their computers open. We're looking for tickets yeah. at that time. I took, and, day off, I took the day off school. Yeah, and none, none of us could get it uh, on the initial. And I don't, maybe that was because Ticketmaster was extra bad back then or something. But I don't remember a time in my life where it was like that for any sport you mentioned uh the the abs right now ryan the nuggets when they i remember specifically and of course right now it is great but i do think that ownership has hurt the nuggets these past few years with not allowing the games to be on tv i, oh, I do think that's brutal. hurt and it's just awful but so, so so i want to yes exactly so i want to go to a time when that wasn't the case man in high school, when we were in high school, and it was Carmelo, and it was Allen Iverson, and the, the big trade happened then as yeah. well. But, I mean, that time, it was must-watch TV. That's what people were talking about in school. That's what people were talking about with, with the Rockies. Everyone was swept up in it. So I, I do agree that this is uh, a sports town. One of the weirdest things I learned as an adult – and maybe I think you should be able to relate to this. And, and I think this points to the conversation. When I was a kid, there was no such thing as a Broncos fan who wasn't an Avs fan. Mm, yeah, like I agree. Every single one of yeah. my friends from my childhood is an all Denver sports fan. There is not one that's like, oh, yeah, I like the Avs, but I hate the Nuggets. N zero. And, I, you know, this is people that I still talk to to this day. 
they are fans of all four teams and probably the Buffs as well. Yep. I've never thought about that because I've just I've just been surrounded by that my whole life. Except now we see, especially being older and a lot of young people moving here, a lot of people that move here are fans of uh, St. Louis Cardinals, but then they have a different football team mm-hmm. uh, and they spread all around the country. And it makes sense because it's easier to do that now, especially our age with having so many different ways to watch games, whereas in the past you weren't able to. But growing up here and being surrounded by natives – that everyone was just a fan of Denver sports. Yeah, and it's one of the weirdest things I learned when I when you know there are people who are from Colorado who like only care about one of the teams, which I think is weird. But a lot of it is like transplants come in and whatever team is going at that time, you know, you <laughs> yeah. hop on to yeah. because it's fun. Um, so, but to me, that points to the fact that this is a sports town. Like no one ever told me when I was a kid. Oh, this the Broncos are king here. Yeah, you know, it was yep. just like, here's our teams. What city would that be the case where there is one team, and that's pretty much it? Oh, with there being more than one team, I don't want to like disparage any cities, <laughs> um, but I think that like Dallas is just like tr- the, all they really care about is the Cowboys. Cowboys and everyone but else. I think people like the the rk of dallas would say this be saying the same thing that i'm saying right now um and no, i, I also think, think that la is like only about the lakers mm, well certainly the clippers and, aren't even and i bet you the dodgers have a real fan base in the same way that like we talk about like the avs having a real fan base right, right. and that's just because they've been good same right. thing as the Avs. yep um and obviously the dodgers have maybe even been better but um there are certain places around that I think wi- only really focus on one team. Well, and I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a good point. And do the Broncos players agree, Ryan? Let's hear from a couple of them. But first, I got to tell you about our friends over at Ivaca. We're talking about watching the Nuggets, the Avs, the Rockies. If you want to make sure that you can actually watch them, Ryan, check out our friends over at evaca.tv slash DNVR where you will get the Nuggets games. You will get the Avalanche games. You will get the Rockies games. And, of course, you can watch the Broncos on basic cable so you don't need that. They provide you with all the sports that you need in Colorado, which is so important. It's a one-stop shop. I, I, I told you guys this story before, but when I moved out of college and was done, I needed to watch sports. And it was so impossible. You had to pay like $200 a month for the top-end sports packages to be able to watch the Avs, Nuggets, and Rockies. And that was just tough coming from someone who just graduated college. So I turned to Ivaca, or you can turn to Ivaca now. And Ryan, you get all that for $25 a month. Those three teams, $25 a month plus a receiver. And if you use the code DNVR over at Ivaca.tv slash DNVR, you get $10 off your first three months. $15 a month. It is the only way to go to watch Colorado sports. And you can watch us. Tune in to the dnvr channel over at ivaca there you go and uh when you're watching colorado sports if you're anything like me you'll want to throw some bets down on <laughs> yep. it um nothing like when your team wins and you also personally benefit from it as well oh yeah also makes it sting a little bit more when your team <laughs> loses yep. and you don't uh benefit <laughs> um cough cough last night but yeah. it's so fun to have action and Maybe even more than on your own teams, because I know there's a lot of people out there who say, I don't bet on my own teams because, uh, you know, I can't separate it. Um, I just feel like there's always a winning bet to be had on 
a Colorado team every night. Mm, um, I like that approach. You just have to find it. Right, right. Um, so it's not like – because you know they're not going to win every game. But right. you can find a winning bet on your team every night. But there are some people who say, I don't bet on my own teams. Totally get it. It makes it so much better to watch games that you don't have oh, a vested yeah. interest in. That suddenly – I mean, I'm talking you put – five dollars down yeah. on warriors money line game yeah. five whatever or game six whatever it was they're at plus 150 and you're like i think they set this line wrong and then yeah. you're right yeah it's the best yeah it's so much fun for thursday night football all day saturday on college football yep. the game the time on sunday where the broncos aren't playing in the monday night football so true uh, so get in on it. Go over to DraftKings Sportsbook. And right now you can bet $5 on any game in the Stanley Cup final. Bet on the Avs on the money line. And even if they lose, touch wood, uh, you're still going to get $150 in free bets over at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's a great product. It's a great app. Super user-friendly. Quick payouts. I'm telling, like, I, t- I took a, a withdrawal the other night. After I hit a big parlay, hey. woke up the next morning, money's in my account. Hey, I love it. I even had one before that that was even faster. I pressed the button and it was in my account like Ooh. two minutes later. So great stuff over DraftKings Sportsbook. Get in on that deal right now. Bet on the Avs on the money line. Get $150 in free bets. Of course, you must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Avs the favorite in tomorrow night's game over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minus one. 15 lightning it's very close minus 105 but that means the abs have the puck line on their side minus one and a half goals plus 230 so you can really get some juice tune that five dollars into uh 13 dollars if my mental math is right over at draft no that mental math was wrong actually i think i don't know uh but you can do that over at DraftKings sportsbook and ryan just looking on the bright side of last night we get a game five guaranteed on a Friday, the bar is going to be popping. You got to be here. We know some people that are going to, you know, be traveling here for this game. And what a place to be. Make sure to come by the bar. Of course, we're only open on game days now because we got a big, big cool thing coming after the abs are done. But make sure you come by tomorrow night for game four. Friday night for game five, and maybe that'll be the last time that you'll be able to stop by for a while. So check us out over at the DNVR bar and also at thednvr.com. Sign up and support us, and also leave your comments in the comment section for us to read. Zach, uh, on Twitter, people, uh, um, you said Avs are the, no doubt the best team in town. Got some Mammoth fans hey, coming at yeah, you. I knew, I, I knew we would because congratulations to the Mammoth. Huge congratulations to the Mammoth. Now, I don't think I could make the case that Denver supports them. No, no, yeah, it'd be tough. I wish, um, but I, I think there's like a legitimate capacity of how many teams a city can really support. Because like, you know, you see in Seattle, they don't have a full slate of teams. So the Sounders, and people came at us about that yesterday too, saying mm-hmm. like, you forgot the Sounders, they've won multiple times. <coughs> oh, wow, <coughs> and a cough comes. <coughs> Excuse me. Good timing. Um, but there's oh, only, uh, uh, oh, I'm doing uh, a Zach. take, take a little, take a little drink of water. There's only a, so many, oh, <laughs> so geez. many teams that a city can support. <laughs> there's only so <laughs> many times we can make through a pod without one of us having a coughing attack. Just, just, just take your time there. And, and also Ryan, it, it's called the big four for a reason is because not just in Colorado, not just in Seattle, but all across the country, there, there truly are 
for big sports. Now, I think the cool thing about All City is we're branching out to the other sports to, mm-hmm. to give them the representation and coverage that they need. But there is a big four, and it's you know the NHL, MLB, NFL, and NBA. And t- cities that have all four, the other sports are just going to have a hard time cracking into the conversation. And I guess to be fair, Seattle doesn't have a big four. They're missing basketball. That's what I'm. That right. was my whole point right, right. before I choked on myself. Yeah, maybe that's why uh, I, I, I forgot what your point. Yeah, but like, you know, like you mentioned, we're covering the Rapids here. You know, we do the college teams um, in Chicago. We not only cover uh, the WNBA team, we also cover. I think they just changed the name of it. It used to be called the NWSL, the Women's Soccer League. Um, so you know, we're trying to bring awareness to those sports because I think it's really cool. Maybe one day the Mammoth is an option. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, congrats to them. Yes, They do technically get best team in town alongside DU Hockey right now. Yes, exactly. DU, my pioneers, bringing it home. And Ryan, the Avs can join that conversation with the championship in just three days' time. If they do it right. And then we get to call ourselves the stick sports capital of the world. Oh, I like that. I love it. What are there any other stick sports between uh, besides hockey and lacrosse? The outlet or, no, or the outlaws are no longer right. Really? Yeah, I, MLL is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the out. Well, we're the greatest team in that league's history. Wow. So okay, we you're get right. to keep that, especially since there's no new champions being crowned. So then, definitely, the Avs dominate the stick sports, or not the Avs, Colorado. Are there any other stick sports? Field hockey. Field hockey I don't think I we mean, have a league. Cricket. Cricket, we're not really doing that no, here. No, the country doesn't do that here. Yeah, and so, I mean, the, the sports... countries that do play cricket wouldn't be able to take lacrosse or hockey from us. No, they wouldn't be able to. So, so yeah, I think go. we own it. Nice. Stick sports capital. Finish it off, Abs. We're the stick sports <laughs> capital of the world. I love it. I love it. But, Ryan, Broncos players maybe have a different feel on this conversation. And, and I want to see if you pick up on that and agree with that. Kale, let's hit a clip of Brandon McManus talking about this. And before we play the clip, he was asked a couple of weeks ago when the Avs were still dominating, like they're still dominating. Uh, you know, they, 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 what do you think of the Avs? Isn't it so fun? This was not pitting the Avs against the Broncos. But Brandon kind of took it that direction. Let's hear it. Yeah, I'm a big Avalanche fan, a uh, big Nuggets fan. I've uh, been here for the past nine years. Obviously, yeah, hopefully the Rockies can get back to the you know, 2000s, but um, as, as much as the, Rock, the Avalanche are going right now, there's nothing like uh, winning our Denver Broncos team. Could they hear it? I think we all know that. Um, you see everyone on Fridays wearing their, their orange and blue. Throughout the whole week, they're doing it, but really on Fridays uh, at work, everyone's wearing it, and the buzz around the city um, each and every week when you know the Broncos are back, it, it's different. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. I believe... Um, our new ownership, like I said, now having a solidified position out there with, um, you know, with the he started by group. saying like, it's, like the uh, abs, like the Nuggets, like the Rockies. Like, Hopefully okay. they do better, but the there's nothing like this city. Um, you know, let's get back with to Broncos. this. Let's put it all and, and put this uh, puzzle together. Hmm. You agree? <clears throat> I do think there. No, I don't agree. Um, I think that the Broncos by far get the best support when they aren't good okay you know what i'm saying yeah um but i wouldn't say there's nothing like the buzz around town when the broncos are good Mm, i disagree 
I think so because I think it's easier. And one of the reasons why is because the every single game that the Broncos have is on national is on TV that you can watch in Denver. Very and and, good and point. that that's not just a knock on the Avs and Nuggets for not being on TV, but that's on that's on a, a paid subscription. And so I think it's just easier, not just for Broncos, but for football fans everywhere to follow their local team a little easier. So I do think that means the more people are tuned in with what the Broncos are doing, especially when they're good. I think that's true. But do you... And I think that's something the NFL has done a fantastic job with. I just mean, though, and we can't, I don't want to rehash the same conversation over again, but like you mentioned, like walking around town and seeing everyone wearing Avs gear. Yeah. That... Same thing happens for the Broncos as well. And like I said, 2013, I guess that that one's unmatched to me. And Brandon McManus was a part of that. So maybe that's what he's hearkening back to. Um, but to me, it's like the Broncos, you get the buzz all the time, um, at least when they're still alive. Like you definitely feel it die off in you know, week 12 when they're out of it. <laughs> um, but like week one through six this last year. You could really feel it. You could feel people. You know, we we were full for like some preseason games because people still had hope. Um, so there is something different there. But I don't know what, what was he talking about? Like Fridays at work? Yep. Yeah. Have a they, second job? They <laughs> seriously. I was confused at how he knew that. But uh, the Broncos specifically push. I think is it called Orange Friday? Okay. And you're supposed to wear orange on Friday. And, and so maybe Brandon, Brandon McManus's accounting is, job, he notices this? He is the player rep, so maybe he has been told by our friend Patrick, hey, you know, really push Orn Fridays. Let's start that now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't I, I don't want this to sound like I'm downplaying the Broncos at all. I just don't I, I think the town is always willing to rally around a good team, is what I'm saying. Whereas the where the Broncos really get the advantage is the town is always willing to rally around the Broncos. Right, right. When so when he good, says like there's bad. nothing like when the Broncos are back, I disagree. What I would say is there's nothing that compares to the way the Broncos are supported, even if they aren't good. I'm curious to see what the bar is going to be like when the Broncos are good, because we've seen what the bar is like when the Broncos are bad. And we have fine attendance for the Broncos games, good attendance. Some really good ones for uh, primetime exactly. games. Exactly. And that's a difference between football and especially NBA and NFL playoff runs is NHL, all of the. Yeah. Yes, yes. All of those games are at night and the bar is packed. Ryan, I do think, and this may be pointing to Brandon's point a little bit, I do think that a Broncos, how about week 14, in Denver against the Chiefs, Sunday night football, this bar may be more packed than we've ever seen. I mean, this bar's already been shoulder to shoulder. I I don't know what's what's more packed than that, or a playoff game, and it's not putting any other team down. It's just... You're going to have more people invested, and people are going to want to be out. Where the past few years, Ryan, people are tuning in to the Broncos games, but it's like, oh, yeah, honey, I, I, can, I can... the Broncos is kind of a chore for a lot of people right, the last right. couple it, years. Right, it's like, oh, yeah, I can run that, Aaron. I just have to be back by 2. If I get home at 2.10, that's fine, because it's this, this They'll year... They'll go 3-and out on the first drive anyway. Exactly. This year, it's going to be, no, 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 no. I, I got to be at the DNVR bar by 1.00. To just even get standing room for the game at two twenty-five, I, I I think it's going to be way different. I I hope um, that my like I'm agree I agree with you, and I hope that I leave this season 
saying like, all right, I was totally wrong. Like it's, <laughs> there's a, to- there's another gear that can only the Broncos can reach. Right. Um, because I just want to see that gear. Um, but I think you're right in terms of the attendance here. Also, after you guys see what we what we're gonna do to this place uh, over the next couple months, people are gonna want to come here even it's more. It's already cool. It's already sick, <laughs> and we're that that's what you know, um, like strength and a strength. You know, mm-hmm. like it's right, already right, sick. Right, right. We're gonna make it even sicker. Right, right. Um, that's just kind of the way that we like to do things. Um, but I can't I can't wait to see the way people are gonna react to that, especially because the rollout of the bar is going to roll right into oh, the beginning of the season oh, and the beginning of the, of the preseason so so you're um, saying you're saying what we're doing to the bar is we're taking demarcus Ware and von miller and adding shane ray and shaq barrett to it yes and peyton manning <laughs> ah yes there we and go to mary thomas and emmanuel sanders <laughs> um yeah it's it's gonna be sick so i think you're right i think we're gonna see some insane crowds in here for the primetime games um it also changes things for the nfl that it's on sunday you know like that's normally a chill day for people yeah it's it's, Which it's is why it's point. sick that the first one's on monday night yeah it's way cool all right brian uh ryan there's one more Who's clip brian? yeah I, I don't know i'm just uh thinking about our our uh, madden friend brian <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out, brian. out uh let's uh let's hit uh what justin simmons had to say yeah i went to every um, every series leading up to obviously the Stanley Cup tomorrow, and uh, just to hear how electric it is in there, you know, um, I can't wait to hear that, you know, and see that sea of orange when we're back in our home stadium and playing in, in big time games. So I can't wait. You play a fast and violent sport. What's it like when you watch hockey, or specifically this Avs team? Yeah, um, you know. It's crazy. I always thought I, this is just like a side note. Growing up, I always thought hockey guys were just like different. You know, I I, I grew up in well, you know, Tampa's good, but well, I guess the Panthers are good now too. But I grew up in South Florida, so like the Panthers, you know, I didn't really, I didn't really watch them that much. And then went out to Boston, and obviously got to watch, you know, the Bruins a little bit more. Um, BC, they're always in the Frozen Four. Um, shout out to Coach York, and uh, so I, I like, I'm just like, man. You know, there's this, like, tension between hockey and football, like who's tougher, who's trying. Those guys and what they – I mean, like, didn't – someone just broke their sternum? Like, what are we talking about, man? Like, God, dog. But, uh, no, it's crazy, man. So, it's just – it's really cool, man, seeing the atmosphere and the energy around the abs. And, uh, man, I can't wait because I know this is a football town and a football city. And, uh, man, I can't wait to just get back um, to winning games here. That one I have less points of contention with. Okay. Um, and, you know, like... The juice came at the very end. Yeah, but I get what he's saying. Like, it's still true that if, like, the Broncos have the most fans. So, if you had to choose one, then you would choose football. I'm just saying, I don't think you have to choose one. I think that, you know, it's a four-sport town that really gets... Uh, supports their teams if they give them a reason to support them. Very fair, very fair. And so so I, I, I still like my position of this is this is a sports town that's definitely in my mind led by the Broncos. And I think Justin's point at the end, while he was just talking about Denver, Ryan, there's just there's also no question. I disagree. There's no Holy question. <laughs> there's no question. I disagree. That... <laughs> Are you clipping that, Kale? Just anytime I say something, I can have Ryan saying I disagree. Um, but 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 um, football 
is king in this entire country. It, that it, it, it's not such a just great a, point. a Denver thing. And so, sure, that does affect every market. Except LA for some reason. It, which is so weird. Yeah. It's not like they don't have people there. I just think it's because... I don't know what it is. I really don't because they do support the Lakers really well. But Brandon, I or Justin, I'm really happy. Boy, I'm just getting everyone's name wrong. Justin, I'm happy that he said this because it's something that you and I have been bashing on for about the past week or two. Florida should not have sports. Oh, uh, I love that little <laughs> comment where he was like, he basically was about to say, "There's no hockey in Florida." Right, right, right. And then he pointed out two teams. And he's like, and he's "Oh like, wait, <laughs> we have two teams, and uh, still no one really cares." <laughs> right. Um, I'm sure you know they they rally around the Lightning at this stage of the year. I couldn't. Obviously, the the stadium was full yesterday, which it should be for a Stanley Cup game. But I couldn't get the feel compared to other away stadiums. Was it about normal? Was it rowdier? Was it less rowdy? Way less rowdy than Edmonton. Shout out to the people who are building up that um, arena. Uh, Still not quite as good as Ball Arena, but they were. Like you're actually giving a shout out to Edmonton. I'm saying like, wow, Edmonton more lit than Tampa. Yes, yes, yes. Denver more lit than Edmonton. Um, You can just ask the national reporters on. Big miss on Tampa's part, unless you just couldn't see it. Nothing for the fans to wave around. I guess maybe they had like noisemakers or something. Um, it's, it's not visually <clears throat> no, daunting. Like that when they you know they zoom out as the clock is going three, two, one, and I'm like expecting to see something, everyone waving something, yeah. and you couldn't, and it made it seem so much weaker. And I don't think they had like the blinking lights like uh, we've had in Denver. Right. I don't know if it's just like they're like, yeah, we've been here, we don't need the pomp and circumstance, but. Come on. That's a that's a poor choice to make if that's what they're doing. Yeah, like some stadiums give everyone the same color shirt. Like yeah. you can really feel it when you need something that displays unity. For the Avs, it's the white pom-poms, and it's been there forever. Yeah. I saw some people being like, pom-poms are lame. Do towels. That's always been our thing, so we're holding on to that forever. Uh, I, I love the pom-poms, yeah. and I think you can actually yeah, see it's Easier a to shake, too. Yeah, ex- exactly, and that's something that we've so desperately missed with the Broncos is those orange outs and yeah. i think it was brandon that that pointed to that and it just hasn't been there because the team hasn't been good and so the broncos haven't invested in doing towels which i think they've done towels in the past or pom-poms that's something that needs to happen for more games this year they need to go all in and the stadium's going to be packed so you don't have to do that with worries that there's going to be ten thousand empty towels or pom-poms or shirts we need to see orange outs yeah i think you'll get those and i know that was a big point uh, Mace and others made about why they want the, the uniforms to stay orange at home. I still think you can just tell the fans what to wear and they'll wear it. Of course. Um, but, you know, in terms of um, the stadium itself, giving everyone something is the number one way to make it seem lit. And, like, mm-hmm. the orange towels, the, like, united in orange towels from that 2013 run, that... I, I remember I rewatched the 2013 AFC Championship game the other day. I think that is the most lit that specific stadium has ever been. Mm. Um, and it was just insane. Like, I really hope that we, at some point in this Russell Wilson run, and, and I'm expecting it to happen, but you never know, especially with how stacked the AFC is. I hope the Avs hosts, or sorry, the Broncos host an AFC Championship game again. Because oh, yeah. that is an unreal atmosphere. And the loudest I've personally been in the stadium for 
was this the game after they won the Super Bowl in 2016 against the Panthers Week one. when the uh, the Panthers missed the field goal at yeah. the end and the Broncos won like that was unreal loud yeah but that's not AFC championship trip to the Super Bowl on the line loud no it's not and the only thing that I want different with an AFC championship game Ryan is I either want elements aka snow or I want it to be a night game or both give me that that would be awesome no elements <laughs> okay night game um although we need like a russell in the snow uh we need to know if he's good or not i, b- I bet so because he's been good in rain it's true. up in seattle patrick mahomes like gets better in the snow which is disgusting yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so i that's why I, like i was instantly imagining the broncos playing the chiefs i want like a mm-hmm. nice sunny late january day not sunny though night night i want the weather to be good and it's gonna be cold at night so much better though (laughs) it does make it louder for sure yeah yeah and that orange just pops even more it's true it's true i love it i love it and ryan something that i love and that avs fans you're going to love is our new partner foco ryan it's your favorite place in town (laughs) in colorado and now it's your favorite place to get awesome awesome merchandise and collectibles they have so much stuff going on they have old school things and ryan i know you love your old school stuff you can throw it back to 1996 with their newly released joe sackick stanley cup celebration bobblehead thing is sick oh yes it is or find other focos officially licensed avalanche gear and if the avs get the cup this year you know they're going to have so many other cool exclusive championship collectibles and merch of course check out the dnvr uh locker but also check Check out Foco where they have so many things going on. And we've got a link in the YouTube comment section. Go to there and then also search for D or use code DNVR for 10% off. So make sure to check us out on YouTube. Find the link in there for Foco and then you'll get 10% off by using the code DNVR. Do we know why it's called Foco? Is it based in Fort Collins? Well, it's, it's just the greatest city in town, Ryan. I was thinking like... In the state. Like something... The the co stands for collectibles. Oh, eft, <laughs> op, eft what? op collectibles. What are you? You talking? know, I don't know. <laughs> How that's the worst combination of sounds I've ever heard. <laughs> what do you think? Are it you is? speaking another language? Come up with something better. <laughs> I was thinking like effing. Uh, amazing collectible yeah, it's not any better <laughs> i thought you were gonna so much i better. thought you were gonna be able to top it easily and uh you grounded out just like i did no i i definitely at least hit F- a line F- and o- what'd you say i i was saying like freaking yeah 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 awesome freaking awesome but now what <laughs> language are you speaking what did i say uh you said eft ope eft ope yeah like up <laughs> you know what? up but it's an o instead of a u <laughs> oh. oh my god, this is the worst <laughs> thing we've ever done in this podcast. Probably. <laughs> uh, that was so bad. But you know what's not bad, Ryan? What? Our friends over at Green Mountain Dental. They'll scrub that bad taste of that last read out of your Good mouth. Luck. And at Green Mountain Dental, they'll do it. And they'll give you a free Sonicare toothbrush when you do that. You will get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. Check them out. They've been a long-time partner at DNVR. They're only a 15-minute drive from downtown, so make sure to check them out and schedule that cleaning, x-ray, and exam with Green Mountain Dental. You'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush. Was that one better? 
That was better. Thank you, thank you. Someone in the comments, they must be talking about a different bar than ours. Said last time they were at the bar, the owner said that we were moving to Vine Street. Mm, not happening. Couldn't be this bar. I believe we're staying right here. Unless they're changing York Street's name to Vine Street. Oh, but then they would just change it to like DNVR or Denver or something, you know? That would be sick. You think we could get a commemor commemorative street name? You know how they do that after a championship series? Yeah, I think we could get it. Mm, what what would this street name be? Not not the one here, obviously, DNVR. This Avs team, if they're able to win, touch wood, if they're able to win, what are you naming it? Hmm. Is it after a person? Uh, <clears throat> it's it, it has, like... It's like the small things? I feel like it would have to be something about their speed. Mm. But that might be a bad um, a bad uh, omen to name it like Speed Street. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, it's officer. I thought there was no no speed it's limit called here. Speed Street. You couldn't name it Lightning either because you yeah. just beat the Lightning. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to think on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. But I do want to be able to one day say uh, DNVR Bar on the Col on the corner of Colfax and DNVR. So you're not changing Colfax? No, hell no. It's not going to be York and DNVR. Colfax is iconic, man. It is. It really is. I, I think that this area of Denver is super underrated. Oh, I agree. Because it just got a bad rap in, like, the 90s. Yep. Um, but the, there's, like, a lot of, like, cool, true Denver establishments around here yeah. that, like, if you were just... we I always do. Whenever anyone comes in from any other all-city place, like, I take them on, like, the Colfax yep. experience during the day. Like, we go to breakfast at Pete's Kitchen, <laughs> and then we'll do lunch at, like, another place on, on, the, on this strip. Giving them a real Denver experience. And then also what's cool about this, not just the Colfax, but you're a block away from City Park. You're two blocks away from the Botanic Gardens, which has been there forever. There's a lot of cool things. Did you hear about the corpse flower at the Botanic Gardens? Uh, is it back? It's back. Oh, Well, it, I think it's probably already gone. I went it's and checked and it out like 10 years ago when it was here. Really? Yeah, or 15 years ago. Did you, What was the smell like? Um, I didn't think it was too bad. Really? Yeah, yeah, okay. but it's supposed to smell like a dead body, right? So apparently at the Botanic Gardens, there is <laughs> this thing called a corpse flower. It's like the size of this whole set. Yeah. And it yeah. blooms, I, I thought once a year, but maybe it's even less than that. Yeah. And apparently when it blooms, it smells like a dead body, which I don't know whose point of reference that was. <laughs> um, but, but of course that makes say, you want to go smell it. They say it can be smelled for up to a mile away. Which wow. I think we're within a mile. Oh, I haven't yeah. smelled oh, anything, yeah. but I read the comments on like an article about it, and people were like, "I haven't been able to go outside my house for like the last two days." Wow. Okay, maybe I didn't actually go see it. I remember it on TV though, and uh, it was like every day for what's it there a week or something? I think it's only it only blooms for thirty or for seventy two hours. Okay, yeah, that it was it was like on TV the whole time. So maybe I didn't see it. So maybe the smell I don't remember. You were watching like a live stream of just <laughs> no seriously. I, I remember on Nine News it was like on the whole time. Wow. I, I I think I maybe should have gone and seen it. I didn't realize it was such a big thing. This was like... Or just take a step outside. This is like Klondike and snow level coverage. <laughs> it seriously is, yes. <laughs> it's a deep cut for true Coloradans. Yeah. All right. Um, questions? Questions. Let's Let, do it. Let's get into some questions coming in from the people. And the first one is coming in from our friend uh, Roy Donk says... When I was seven years old, I went to visit my uncle in Washington, D.C. My parents sent me with a disposable camera to take pictures of all the sites. A week after I got home, my parents picked up the photos after they were developed, and almost all of the pictures were of 
squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen black squirrels before, and squirrel, and and that's why seven year old me wanted pictures of. I did my undergrad in southern or southeastern Idaho, and my campus squirrels were lame. I did work near North Rim of the Grand Canyon, and they have uh, Khabib or. Kebab squirrels that are very cute. Look up pictures and you won't be disappointed. Broncos country, let's ride. Yes, Ryan, you were right about squirrels. They uh, hit a nerve with people. Everyone thinks their squirrels are different. And everyone wants to talk about them. In fact, did you see a squirrel go on the field at the Cubs-Pirates game last night? I did not. Yep, there was a, as you would say, golden, I don't believe there's such thing as golden squirrels, uh, a brown tan squirrel ran on the field. You had like four grounds people running after it. Probably not the right thing to do. You know, two of them had nets, which they couldn't Just do. play on. The, right, it's a squirrel. I mm. saw they, they stopped a game a year ago for a rat. I'm like, this thing is so tiny. Just let it live life. Uh, and, of course, they weren't able to catch it. What's Just like happen- most animals, they just runs into the sands. I guess, like, the worst thing that happens is it, like, bites a player. I guess, yeah, that'd be bad. That would be bad. But what's most likely going to happen is you're just going to play and eventually it's just going to leave on its own. And the squirrel's not going to be running toward a running human being. Or no, it a runs. Ball. That's what I was exactly. going to say. No one's exactly. going to trip over it. <laughs> no, it's gonna, no. As evidenced by how hard it is to catch it, it's so, going to get away. So cats have also been on fields, both in the NFL and in baseball. Do you think that's a big enough creature to stop play? Cat? Yeah. No. No, you play on. I think a cat, you got to stop. I would say I draw the line at uh, grizzly bear. A grizzly bear is on the field. Grizzly not, bears on the field, got to get that off. Uh, but see, I don't <laughs> think grounds people are running after a grizzly bear. I think they're running away. All right, I'll, I'll, that was a joke. But <laughs> honestly, I'll draw the line at dog because yeah. dog might chase the ball. Mm, that's a dog would chase the ball. The only, uh, like, no raccoon is chasing the ball. No. Um, Fox not chasing the ball. No. But it would be hilarious if there's like a double in the gap and the dog just beats the player. That, the w- ball. that would be hilarious. Uh, but you know what you don't want to see? And maybe why you do have to get the animals out there. You don't want to see a Randy Johnson bird explosion. It's not going to happen. Those those animals are so good at avoiding That's anything. That's true. That's true. It's true. They, they spend their whole lives not trying to get eaten. Can you believe what the odds? That's a good point. What the odds are of Randy Johnson doing that? One of the most wild occurrences Seriously. ever. Um, what was Poor what were we talking about again? Raccoons, uh, squirrels. squirrels. Yes. Oh, he did. He told the story about his um, disposable camera. Yep. Have I ever told my disposable no, camera story? No, no, no. More Ryan stories. <clears throat> I was at. This is another kind of embarrassing one. Um, but I was. I, I believe I was six years old. Okay. And I was at my aunt's wedding, and this is you know what well, I guess it would have been 1998. Yep. And disposable cameras, Kodaks big thing you know yeah. and so they did i think they did have a professional photographer but another fun thing they did is they put on everyone's table yeah. a disposable I camera love it. well me and my second cousin um this girl named sarah Shout went out sarah. and took every single oh, one no. and went around and thought it was so funny if we just took pictures of everyone's butts oh no so my aunt goes to develop <laughs> 60 camera 60 kodak cameras oh and it's just gosh. it's just butts oh my gosh wow <laughs> you can imagine did you own up to that ever it was very obvious <laughs> who did that it's like two six-year-olds right. at the thing who were out taking pictures right, you know? right um and yeah you can imagine uh she wasn't happy now very funny <laughs> then not funny Yes, right. Now it is. It's a good memory. Yes. Uh, I wonder if they have those pictures. 
I bet you she does. Wow, a good memory, a good memory. Thanks for that one, yeah, Ryan. Good one. <laughs> Next one's from Beham Broncos. First off, Zach, I saw your clip on NFL Network this morning. Pretty cool to see that Twitter handle on national TV. Oh, they actually Thanks used it. Thanks for letting me know. Yes, shocker. Probably not ESPN. <laughs> Probably not. Second, those black squirrels are called Herbert squirrels. Oh, mm. no, they're actually called A-Bear squirrels. Ah. I know, weird. I grew up in Monument and saw them all the time. There's an albino squirrel living in my in-laws neighborhood as well. So squirrel talk this week was actually very relevant for me. <laughs> go Broncos and go Avs. Can't wait to see them continue to dominate after a step back. Go DNVR too. Well, I love it. You. I love it. And hey, the Avs, what are they, 14-3 and three this postseason? They sure are. That's okay. Yes. It's okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> Just get this next one. Yes. Yeah. Really? You, you but, don't have to, but I really want them to. You have to get one of the next two. But, Ryan, that means before yesterday, you had to get one of the next three. For yeah. the best team in hockey, That that's an okay task. I just don't want to relinquish control. You still have it. You still have home uh, home ice advantage. Right. But I just like I, I like the feeling of, like, you have them where you want them. Right. Can't say that if you lose the next one. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, you still have home ice, but then you have lost two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathaniel Thicket says, I have lived around the D.C. area for about 10 years, and just Wonder about a month going. ago I saw a black squirrel for the first time. <laughs> it was rummaging around in the dumpster at my work, and I wasn't sure if it had black fur if it was just dirty. Then I saw another one maybe a week later. I'm convinced they're involved in some kind of conspiracy. Open your eyes. A conspiracy in D.C.? Go abs and stay thick. Kind of makes sense there. I, I can see that. And uh, Roy Donk earlier when he <laughs> mentioned a specific squirrel, I did look it up. It's a golden brown tan squirrel with a white tail. Oh. Yeah. So it does have a little flair to it. Uh, I, I like it. So many squirrel stories. Maybe we'll have another one right here. In fact, we do. Melbourne Bronco says, My boys, what a great and wayward show yesterday. RK's Main Street, black squirrels, rabid squirrels, killer squirrels, and let's not mention the apps today. I'm just happy Australia is a squirrel-free country. What? But beware of drop bears. Cheers. I assume that's just the same thing. Uh, it probably is just a different name. Yeah. It would make sense. A drop... No. Oh, it's like an angry koala bear. Oh, no. It looks like it's covered in blood. Maybe that's just a that's, wet one or something. What is that, bro? That is, there's no. Okay, here, here's another one. Maybe he just meant. The, look at those fangs. Those are koalas. Oh, it says it's a drop bear. It's, I think a drop bear is an angry koala. Maybe. Let's see. Kale, if you could pull up some pictures of drop bears so our audience can see. Um, oh, yeah, maybe it's not. Is it just a ter- another term for koalas? Okay, a dropper. Uh, a fictional Australian marsupial in the form of a large carnivorous koala said to fall upon its prey from treetops. So it's, it's, fic- it's fictional. It's fake. Kale okay. says it's too scary. That one, the one, the la- latest one I showed you looked real. The first one didn't. It did. Okay. Um, you got to smell no them Bronco. There's no in Australia? You know how when you come back to the United States, they're like, you can't bring fruit because it may have like some yeah, crazy yeah. things. Maybe in Australia, they're like, you Don't can't bring squirrels. bring squirrels. Don't they have like flying squirrels? They've got some other creepy things down there. Yeah. I think they have massive bugs. Oh, oh, they do. No, thank you. One time, the biggest spider I've ever seen in no. Colorado. I won't tell too much. In Colorado? The biggest spider I've ever seen in Colorado was in my driveway. And I'm telling you, this big. Oh, wait. <laughs> and there was like some construction being done in my house. And one of the guys doing the construction was Australian. I shit you not. 
He was wearing a glove. Okay. But he just put his hand down and no. picked it up. No. No. Did he smash it? No. Oh, my god. He was like, gosh. oh, just a little bug. No like, way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and nope. he was just, like, playing with it. No. Get out of yeah, here. Dude. It's bad enough to do that with, like, what's her name? Or what was her name at, like, the Butterfly Pavilion? Oh. Like, har- hair. Harry, but a female Harry name. Harriet? It could have been Harriet, I think. Yeah, the tarantula. It's bad enough playing one that's like trained. used to be. Tra- yeah, trained, but a random spider. No. It's probably about time for the great um, tarantula migration. Nope, 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 nope. Can't even think about it. You know, the good thing is. You better avoid Southern Colorado for the next few I, weeks. I definitely will be. My fiance hates ants and is super afraid of bees. Totally. Both of those are fine by me. I can't stand spiders, and she takes care of those. Oh, wow. Good, good relationship. Um, Knock on wood, but I in my apartment, I have not seen one spider. Wow. N- newer build? Yep. There brand you go. new build. Yep. Jealous. Decently high. Up. <laughs> <coughs> you don't want to give apartment numbers away. No, no. <laughs> um, What was I just about to say? I had one more point. Tarantula migrations, yeah, um, squirrels. Longest day of the year. Yeah, I was thinking no. about that earlier. Oh, congrats. Happy summer. Yes. First yes. day of summer. I never thought about how like summer, the days start to get shorter. That's that's the depressing thing. Yeah, it is. Like Two this minutes sh- less of daylight every day after today. But today's the longest. Today is the longest. I'm going to enjoy it. I know. I, I was. I think a lot of people had this idea. I was looking for like a twilight round. Mm, like go after work. Right, you could probably right, right. tee off at five o'clock and oh, finish. Yeah. yeah. Um, but everyone oh, else had oh. that idea before Man, me. Man, dang. See, Walt Bronco chimes in and says, longtime listener back from the BSN days. First time commenting. Love listening to you guys. Anyways, outside of Russell Wilson, who being injured for the season hurts the team most? Okay, we're touching, I don't like we're touching wood for you. Um... Uh, Okay, so you look at the best players, right? Pat Sertan? I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about it either, but sometimes you have to face your fears, right? Yes. Just like, just like uh, you know, spiders. I just face those fears. You're right. You're, that's it. That's the one. Okay, there we go. Let's Moving move on. on. <laughs> <laughs> Howler Bro Surf says, no real comment here. Just responding to the last pod. I live in a college town. I wonder where this go. is going. Virginia Tech, fantastic college town, by the way. And the only squirrels we have are normal plain, pain-in-the-ass squirrels. They keep climbing our porch screen and eating out of our bird feeder. Damn. Squirrel's got to eat, too. <laughs> Sorry. That's not a bird feeder anymore. That's a squirrel uh, feeder. It will definitely be a squirrel feeder. I do think that's weird because squirrel... So I always talk about how we don't like things that are ugly. We do like things that are cute. What Squirrels are cute. I think they got associated with rabies, and that kind of killed their vibe. Mm, yep. Rodents. Yep, yep. That's, that's tough for them. It is tough for them. I don't want to stereotype squirrels. Uh, yeah, I don't... Not all squirrels. Not all squirrels are rabies squirrels. The only tough thing is you can't tell a rabies squirrel opposed to a non-rabies squirrel, right? But I like looking at them is fine. Sure. Like if they're on your bird feeder, you're like, oh, look at the squirrel. Uh, but then they're around your your birds that you want to be feeding. So. It is true though about you know they all want to eat. Yeah, everyone's got to eat. Do. You should think eat. that you're doing Squirrel- a good deed for the squirrels. Want to eat? There's a. Uh, there's some raccoons that live in the gutter right by our apartment, and those things are terrifying. Raccoons don't mess around. No, they do not. Bro, one time my dog just tr- killed a raccoon, <laughs> and I had to watch it. No way. Yeah. 
Wow, was that a miserable experience? <clears throat> yeah, it was. I mean, at least it wasn't a cuter animal, but uh, <laughs> I heard my dog going nuts. This is like three in the morning. He was a big boxer. Like he looked like he was like a, a power lifter, built. but a boxer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I heard him going nuts, and I I opened the blinds just in time because he had like gone out the dog door to see him just pounce on this uh raccoon and it was i tried to like i was yelling at him but obviously the adrenaline had already kicked in for him he wasn't stopping and uh yeah wow Uh, he didn't even have a scratch on him dude it was a one-sided fight so you had a hunting dog oh he was a boxer yeah in his blood yeah i mean punching dog yeah he was he was a he was a beast man i would have been so traumatized by that instead the sounds were pretty rough uh oh i bet i bet instead my cat just would bring uh bunnies headless bunnies to our front porch often wow yeah yeah that's that's really savage (laughs) yes Um, yes sorry for anyone that really didn't like that conversation i'm sure there are people and quickly uh i can't remember who it was who said oh james in the comment section said it was rosie the tarantula that's correct yep yep it is thanks james and we also have a super chat coming in from brandon says uh alberta canada has no rats go broncos i thought that was maybe a reference um to uh, an abs thing but it that wasn't that was uh just facts that was f- in the florida series i think mm, or a detroit series when was the no more rats i don't know oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh that reminds me of an opposite fact it's it's a rumor may be true that new york city has like eight times the rats as people and they have like you know 15 to 20 million people in yeah. the city was that the Florida uh, Stanley Cup 96? Someone got a hat trick. They threw rats on the ice. And then Patrick Waugh said, no more rats. And he didn't go up a goal the rest of the series. Oh, God. I don't remember that. That's terrifying. Not real rats. Oh, fake rats. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sand Monkey 27. Good morning, boys. Tuning in from PA. I'll never forget the first time hiking in the mountain seeing my first flying squirrel. <laughs> Wait, we have those in the United States. We spooked it and it jumped off the tree and glided probably 40 to 50 yards. Wow. Squirrels are definitely dicks, he says. <laughs> uh, we had a squirrel invade our house and did so much damage to the wiring in our house, and he evaded capture for weeks and toyed with us for so long. They are kind of like devious. Yep, yep. Uh, one of my favorite college, shout out, Cutstown University, where Andre Reed went memories is we saved a squirrel out of a trash can we knew it was in there went over and lifted it up and it came jumping out of there so fast and with such fury it landed right next to my friend who was some reason standing next to the trash can the squirrel almost landed right on him and we were all dying laughing by how loud he screamed <laughs> finally i remember the first time i came to colorado and seeing black squirrels i could have sworn i remember seeing them in centennial but i might be mistaken yeah, maybe sounds before like they're down they, south maybe before they turn centennial into just a sea of houses right yeah exactly now they just moved down to uh closer to the springs where they are man i love all this squirrel talk who knew that was going to be this off-season topic of conversation and dan burke comes in and says hey guys so i tend to give gratitude toward back end of the roster guys and find them more interesting to follow so can you give me some guys who are way down the roster that have impressed you so far this off-season maybe not enough to make a roster spot to stick around but on the practice squad i saw russ tucking up brandon johnson the other day Mm. and i vaguely 
vaguely recall Donnie Lewis Jr. making some plays, but anyone else stuck out as someone with potential? Well, Dan Burke, I was going to say Brandon Johnson as well. Tell me about Brandon Johnson. He is so far under the radar that when Russ talked about him, he used his number. He referred to him by his number. Wow. I honestly don't know if Russ even knows his name. That's how, like, under the radar he is. You don't want this to be like a Jake Kumaro situation, though, where mm, the Broncos cut true. him and then suddenly the quarterback is disgruntled. That's really true, but he probably has to know his name for him to get to that level of disgruntled. He's probably got to get all the way up to BJ status with him. Mm, whoa, whoa, <laughs> squirrels and Brandon Johnson nickname talk. <laughs> If he calls him BJ, it's over, dude. You have to keep him. Uh, yes, you do have to keep him. I could see uh, Hackett rolling that. Oh, BJ, great at practice, man. <laughs> yes. uh, last one here from some people call me the Space Cowboy. Non-football question. What's the farthest distance you and your significant other would travel for one meal? The idea, I guess, is the further you would travel, the better the meal has to be. I live in Southern California and will travel with my wife for a special dinner about 25 miles one way for dinner. How about you guys? 25 miles isn't far is yeah it? It, it but here here's the issue yeah that that's a good point what's 25 miles from here okay we yeah dia <clears throat> okay um that's not far at just all. the the tough thing though for this is i've never had to test this because i feel like the best restaurants are you know within just a couple of miles since we both live in, in inner city denver so i've never had to test this some people call me the space cowboy so that's a really good question. Let me see the uh, distance here for the longest I believe I've traveled. Okay. Honestly, not that much further. Um, I've gone 41.7 miles for a meal. Is um, that Boulder? Nope. That is um, DC to Baltimore because uh, Allie and I both really love soft shell crabs. Uh, so we went from DC to Baltimore to get soft shell crabs. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I legitimately... And I know people hate this take because it's where the Chiefs play. I, I, if I had the time, would happily drive to Kansas City to eat some Kansas City barbecue. <laughs> wow. Like if I had a whole weekend where I just had nothing going on, which I don't even know if that, that the last time that ever <laughs> happened to me, um, I would. If someone, if it, if it popped into my head, yep. I would totally do it. I would, seven hour drive, I think. Man, I've never been, but the thought of fantastic barbecue sounds amazing. Yep. Absolutely. Um, mm. I don't – I would easily drive an hour. That's basically what that was. Right. I just, there would have to be the right thing. Well, and like, it, I feel like even going from here to, like, Los Dos in Highlands Ranch is, like, might as well be 25 it miles. Does, it does feel like it. And, and also, though, you sometimes go up to Boulder, maybe not specifically for meals. <clears throat> I hate to do this to my hometown, but Boulder's food seems pretty weak. Wow. I thought they had a sushi place you loved. They do have a great sushi place. Okay. But – you can find a great sushi place yeah. on every corner in Denver. Yeah, you can. And Russell Wilson and Sierra have found one. They did. They found the one. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> um, what do you have an answer? I I don't know. I've never had to test this. <laughs> He's like, I just go to Uncle. It's right yeah, next to my pre- house. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much a block away. That's as far as I'll go. <laughs> uh,
We're flying cat.